Hey listeners, welcome back to the Busby Babe podcast. I'm joined today by Vincian Gumsi, uh, who has returned from a awesome trip to Manchester to see Manchester United play Liverpool, and uh, she had uh, quite the experience meeting some people and touring the grounds, so uh, she's here to talk to us about it. Vincian, how's it going? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. So... Let's. I want to hear more about this trip. Uh, yeah. How did how did this come to fruition? The uh, this amazing opportunity. Yeah, yeah. So um, obviously, if so I've been a lifelong fan of United, but I've been writing. Um, I think I'm like coming up on two years now with the Busby Babe, and um, I was just approached by um, a couple. I, I don't know if it was announced, but. Manchester United and Marriott Hotels basically became official hotel partners, so that's good news. But um, because that happened, they were inviting a few select members of the press to come and, I guess, just cover the game and cover that partnership and then have this ultimate fan experience. And it was supposed to mirror kind of what fans would experience on match day, um, but we did a little bit more, which included the meeting of um, United Legends and being able to be a part of the entire match day experience leading up to the um, draw against Liverpool. Oh, that's awesome. So uh, you got there, you, you got to spend pretty much the whole weekend there, didn't you? Yeah, so I was in Manchester from Thursday to Sunday, or Thursday to Monday, and we were able to stay um, through Mar- at a Marriott facility, Victoria and Albert Hotel, which is about 15 minutes away from Old Trafford. And it basically encompassed us, diff- various members of um, different press websites, being able to understand what they were doing with the Seat of Dreams, which is a really cool concept that I really wish a lot of clubs could really take on. So it's basically like... They're picking a few random fans at draw and they're going to let them sit in this complimentary like VIP lounge at Old Trafford, which we were able to see. And it's essentially you see the the pitch from a really great vantage point, which is basically a few um, it's right next to the press and it's a few, I guess, sections over from where Sir Alex sits and Ed Woodward sits and all the other United elites. And so that was really fun. It was great to see how United are taking kind of the next step to give fans that experience because coming to Old Trafford is already so life-changing and at least for me it was because I'd never been there so being able to do that and then have the experience of being treated to um what, it, what we were explained to a one-on-one conversation with a lot of United legends being able to enter the pitch um, and lots of other exciting features that come with winning that sort of contest. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, at the the dinner, you got to sit next to Wes Brown and Park Ji Sung. Is that, that right? Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was kind, it was kind of dope because I, um, we all kind of had assigned seats. We did have assigned seats and I walked in and saw both. And of course I introduced myself and Wes is like, Hey, I think we're sitting by each other. And I was like, well, that's great. That's, you know, not intimidating at all. And then, <laughs> um, on the other side of me was Park. So I sat in between them 
and um, it was great. And also, they're they're super nice, so it was the least bit daunting. But um, it was really fun to be able to speak to them one on one candidly about their thoughts on United now when they played, and also just one off questions that you always want to ask. Um, these players, but you never think you'll have the chance to. And I basically was like, I'll ask, I'm going to take one for the Busby Babe team and um, ask all these questions to them, which I think I was really able to get into their heads. Yeah. And uh, we've got a little bit of your, of uh, a chat that you had with them uh, to, we're going to add that recording to this podcast. Is there anything else you wanted to say leading into that? Yeah, so basically that chat was me and a couple other um, reporters, and we were just given the opportunity to speak with them with the not only the fan experience of the Cedar Dreams, but also their thoughts on United as a club. And one thing I think is very exceptional that I think a lot of fans should hear right now is um, this is a club that is experiencing tough times right now. And I don't think any of us have could would be naive to think otherwise, but I think when you have these former players who are confident in the direction the club is going. Um, and not that's not to say that they necessarily approve of, you know, who's at the reins. We didn't get a chance to ask that. But mm-hmm. I think seeing how they show that confidence, I, it's kind of important that we mirror that because they've experienced, they've had the fortune of playing with or being managed by Sir Alex. And so they don't have the experience of, working alongside um, the last couple predecessors and even now Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. But I think that it's important for us to recognize as fans that we do have our opinions, but there is a lot of structure that goes behind that. And we were able to learn that from touring Old Trafford and watching the team train and seeing how everything is very disciplined. And there's a lot more than just sacking the manager and moving on to the next and, you know, playing or even playing a game like Liverpool, there's a lot more than just the tactical um, decisions that come along with it. And so, you know, when you hear the interview, there is a lot of passion that comes from donning this shirt. And I think you feel a little bit more prideful of supporting a story club like Manchester United because they're we're not like any of any any other of the clubs in the Premier League or in Europe and we really have this reputation of being a club that really focuses on the growth of players but also making sure that the fans are at the forefront of their success and that's shown with the care that they take at Old Trafford with the incredible exhibits in the museum. And then finally, just the time that Park Ji-sung and West Brown took to meet with all of us. And not everyone there were technically United fans, but they were all fans of the game. And they were very generous and very gracious. And I don't think, and I can't speak for all clubs, but I think it's rare that you see two people like that who genuinely still love to represent Manchester United years after they've called it a career. Yeah, and that, that definitely seems like something that resonates with a lot of the rest of the squad. I think the the Manchester United ambassador program has a lot of former players uh, that you know still proudly wear the badge, and you can see how happy they are to be a part of that. And uh, I think and the Manchester United Liverpool game that you were able to attend, you could definitely tell that there was a different sort of atmosphere maybe than there were in some of the other games we played this season. That you know it's cool to see that that's still means so much, even times, of, even in times of turmoil at the club. 
Oh, of course. And I think, you know, it, it's tough because you, I don't want to say that this current squad, they kind of base games, they kind of take the game seriously based on the opponent. And, you know, it's not for me to decide that. And I think I've learned that a lot as not only a fan of United, but also someone who writes on the good and the bad sides of this team. And, you know, I think playing Liverpool or playing City or even any of the other big six sides are, it's a little bit more daunting than playing against the likes of um, Southampton or Norwich. But I think nonetheless, you feel as if um, there's that air of, wow, like, again, we're doing this. And, you know, Wes said in the interview that he's been sent off against Liverpool and not a lot of United players can, it's kind of like a badge of honor that they wear that something, um, I guess, like, it's like a fraternity that they can say, like, oh, I got sent off or I was carded or such and such happened. And I think that it gave me a better appreciation of the club, not only as a fan, but as a writer. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um, and without further ado, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to play that clip for you guys. Uh, so we'll be right back with that. First thing that I think it's striking when you come in here is a sense of history. Mm. But for a player, is that something that you have to quickly get over? Or is that you just, it's always ingrained in you to know the heritage of every time you take the pitch that we're playing for more than just this current team, we're playing for every team before us? Um, I think for me, it's it's ingrained in you. Um, ever since you first, I first came to the club, um, I mean, I was here when the stand was getting built, for instance. So you see the, the club build. I, I remember. Um, so Matt Busby, you know, my dad used to tell me about the history, about that, about what the players used to achieve. So I've always been a big fan, so I've always knew it. And the manager as well at the time, Sir Alex Ferguson, he would always mention it as well at times. You know, this is what, he's, he's part of Man United, we're a big family, and we have to respect the history that, that's happened here. But at a point you can get like, okay, we know the history. Like, don't, you don't want extra pressure. No, I don't think I don't think it's, it's that. I think it's more of a respect thing. You know, the people that I've put on the shirt before, what they've achieved, and you know, just how you go about your business, really. How how you go about playing, passion. Um, you know, a hundred percent every game, and I think it's more on that respect. And that's for someone that grew up here. What if you're coming from another country? It's yeah, it's, game. yeah, it's different because I um, came from abroad, and then I haven't followed my life right because. In my country, they don't show the European football when I was young. So, but as I mentioned Friday, just when I joined the club, and then there's the players who grow up from here, and then they know the culture of the club. They will influence the new joining players to how the club it is, the how you have a passion to the club, how you play. This all kind of makes you feeling that you are the fan of the Man United from when you was young. So that quite familiar to the club to, to adapt to the, the culture of the club. So, yeah, at the first, we don't feel as much as a West feeling, but uh, we get used to it, and then we are more close to the feeling, same as a West feeling when we enter the club. The rest, the rest just falls into place. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, you mentioned the passion and, and feeling like you're a fan of the club. For the fans to come to a place like this, 
we talk about the seed of dreams and just these amazing, unique experiences. Just how important is that for those guys that as excited as you are to step on this pitch, they are equally as excited to come and, and watch you guys. Yeah, I mean, for instance, today's game is the, the biggest game for myself. I'm not sure about G, but for me, it's uh, it's the game I actually didn't need anybody tell, to tell me anything in this game. It's a bit weird. Um, coming from Manchester, I know the fans, or most of the fans probably feel the same way. It's just a game, obviously, with the history of both clubs, that you know you you, you want to win at any cost. No. Um, so I mean, I completely understand the fans, you know, and um, I've, I've been in the, the stand many times with my mates, and you can see the passion. And it's just a place in general, and, and, and like I said, today is the game where, if anything, it's going to be the most noisiest, and um, this this is the one where. It's nothing. You can't leave anything in the dressing room as a player. You know, it, a lot of people need working up for it. But for myself, it was it was all in my head. This one, no one needed to say anything. And so, with that being said, we talked a lot about what you hope the fans experience as well. But as a player, how do you think the pressure more? I, the pressure, I guess, has been taken off more now that you're watching the game and you want them to perform well. Because as a player, you. Mm. You've beaten them, you've drawn with them, or you've lost to them. But with a game like this, where the fans, this is probably one of the only experiences they'll have here. So despite the result, what do you hope that everyone collectively gathers? Yeah, as a maybe? fan now watching it as yeah. well. <laughs> Listen, I want to see everything. I want to see tackles. Yeah. I want to see quick play. So you, it's a little bit different then. It is, yeah, it yeah. is. And listen, when you're playing, you want the same. Right. But things can happen in games and change games every now and again and like I said this game I mean I've been sent off in this game I never get, I never get sent off yeah just the blood boiling over uh, you don't want to let anyone down as well you mm -hmm. know what I mean so um, like I said Liverpool's it's 30 minutes away it's basically around the corner and um, you know up there with the titles we're pretty much even you know, we've pretty much won the same and it's just one of them games that both teams, it is a respect thing, you know what I mean? But when you get on that pitch, you just want, you don't actually want to just do it for you, but it's more for the fans, this one. Speaking of fans, I think this environment here at Old Trafford, let's talk about that for a second, because the word, the term fans come from fanatic and I think football fans, probably more than any other sport, take it to another level with the extreme lengths at which they go hooliganism and you know kind of getting in, in un, under your skin things like that so at what point is it you know you enjoy it and you have to be able to laugh at it and sometimes you just have to block it out because it can be a total distraction I honestly I'm so relaxed I don't let it bother me really? yeah <laughs> yeah like at the beginning maybe you think oh what's going on da, da, da. but events yeah, of course you hear it, but it doesn't, it's a, you have to understand that it's football and it's going to happen at ground. Yeah. So, if anything, smile, laugh, yeah. get on with it. I don't, I've never really let it get to me one bit. Um, if, you, if the lads score, I might give them a little wave or something, or a yeah. little thumbs up, so that, yeah, there you go, mate, <laughs> see you next year. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, it, especially if it's the, the opponent side, I, I don't let anything get to me too much. Listen, different people, yeah. everyone's different. Um, but I always used to think, you know, if we can get a win here today, that's the best the best thing for it. Give everyone a wave and mm -hmm. get change, go on. Yeah. How important is it to keep that same mentality if maybe the team is struggling, or I know now I, they, people keep talking about it's rebuilding and, you know, we need a little time to kind of get back to 
the way we used to be? Like, how important is it again to block out all that other noise and just kind of focus yeah, on? Well, like, this what's is where the lads house? they have to stick together. You know, they have to stick together, train hard. If anything, put a little bit more in, focus on the game a little bit more. Um, but the main thing, stick together, and I mean on the pitch as well. You know, help each other out, cover each other, concentrate more. Um, you know, when something goes wet, when something goes well, tell the person. You know, get try and get the confidence go, going again. And listen, we've. I mean, in my football career, everyone's had highs and lows, and the lows are. are the highs are brilliant, but the lows are, can be bad at times. So you have to stick together and get on with it. Listen, they're not at Man United for no reason. They're good players. Um, the manager knows that. And, you know, as long as they stay together, work together, and they'll start winning again, it, it, it will just happen. And do you, is there any, are there any, I guess, pre-game rituals or either any that you guys would do? Because the, the dressing room we saw, and it's, it's intense, but it's also very cozy. So is there, are there any pre-game rituals that you... Are happy to share? No, yeah, I mean, mate, I, I, go, I go first to that, because mate, I used to put everything on the left first. I don't know why. Everything on the left? For no reason. Okay. It started yeah. off one day, and then I thought, okay, I'm not going to change yeah. that. Now. And then just before I go out, I do, I get, um, I go to the, the sink, cold water five times, and then I walk out with it still on my face. Did you? Oh, yeah. Really? I did you, the neck of the night. <laughs> Well, you wouldn't. He was, he was too busy doing his Because I'm in the toilet. No, I don't make a fuss of it. I just oh, yeah. did it. And I don't know when the water went on. I just I sort of focus. I like change from a bit more relaxed to more, let's go, sort of um, focus. Intensity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was young, I, I had some kind of things, but that time I realized that it doesn't mean anything. So then I just gave up because uh, if I keep this in, maybe it distracts me. Hmm. some point so that's why I just try to avoid that kind of thing just try to be relaxed as much as I can I just try to be normal yeah. so that could be more focus on me to the on the match so I just avoid it just try to yeah yeah cool. okay. it's just a game the end of yeah. the game yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my friend told me once um, many years ago he said it's the easiest game in the world when you're good at it so I used to think that when the, when the times were hard Every, do everything simple Thanks again to Vinci Ann for coming on and sharing her story. And be sure to check out her upcoming article on her trip to Old Trafford. And uh, also thanks to Wes Brown and Ji Sung Park for taking part in this interview. I know we've been a bit spotty on getting content up, but Matt and I should have another episode out soon. And uh, we'll be recapping the hopefully successful Europa League game against Partizan. And then this weekend, uh, the upcoming game against Brighton at Old Trafford. So thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.